Good afternoon. This is your captain speaking. Just to say there is absolutely nothing to worry about. <laughs> Hello. Captain Creef here again. Still no need to panic. I repeat, there is no need to panic. Or to look out of the windows. <laughs> Everything's fine. Actually, I wasn't being entirely straight with you just now. You see, it's this damnable sleeping sickness of mine. Uh, normally, I control it with a mysterious stimulant from South America, but blast it, my supplies run out. I'm afraid our only hope now is if, by some chance, someone on board knows how to prepare the stimulant and could... Yes, we get the message. Arthur, take Martin his coffee. <laughs> Cabin Pressure by John Finnamore, starring Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnamore as Arthur. This week, do's. Here you are, Skipper. Wow. Is that the Sahara? The vast, sandy thing on the ground. That's the chap, yes. Wow. It's brilliant. Always at hand with the mot juste, aren't you, Arthur? Yes, the Sahara Desert is brilliant. Just as the Niagara Falls were brilliant, the Northern Lights were brilliant, and that chap from Ryanair burping the theme to the Muppets was really brilliant. <laughs> Come on, that was brilliant. Wow, camels! And how would you describe them in a word? Brilliant! Thought so. <laughs> what are they all doing there? Filling up. Dews is the last town in Tunisia before the desert. It's like a big camel petrol station. <laughs> what would you know about petrol stations? I've seen them. I drive past them. Sometimes I stop for a Kit Kat. What, doesn't, doesn't your car need petrol, Douglas? No, Douglas's car does not need petrol. Wow! Well, maybe I should get one. Yes, Arthur, you keep lumbering on after the uptake. It's sure to tire eventually. What Martin's getting at, and this isn't for your mother's ears, is you know how we have to run off a couple of litres of fuel before every trip to check for water droplets? Mm -hmm. Well, there's nothing in the book to say where you have to run it off to. Uh, I think there's a general understanding that they didn't mean into the tank of the first officer's Lexus. <laughs> Then they should have said so. I'm not a mind reader. Well, you can run a car on aviation fuel. Oh, yes. It's a bit like giving a bunny rabbit cheetah food, but it doesn't half make it go, as I imagine it would do the bunny rabbit. Wolf Tango India, good evening. You're clear to land at your discretion on 2-7. Wind is 200 at 25. Roger. Ooh, breezy. Are you still happy to take the landing, or shall I? Oh, I suspect I'll muddle through, Martin. I was doing my logbook the other day, and I noticed that this happens to be my 2,000th landing. Oh, wow, is that true? That's amazing. Oh, not brilliant. I'm crushed. <laughs> no, it's not true, Arthur. It's just another transparent attempt to remind me what a mighty sky god he is. Of course it's true. Why would you doubt it? <laughs> well, my suspicions were first aroused by the use of the phrase, I was doing my logbook. The last time you did your logbook, you could have had it signed off by Douglas Bader. <laughs> Don't listen to him, Arthur. 2,000 landings, precisely. Wow. And how many take-ups? <laughs> oh, nothing like as many. Mmm, <laughs> because, of course, take-offs are cancelled all the time. Landings, almost never. That's right. Oh, yes, of course. 
Oh, hang on, we've lost one of the hydro systems. Hmm, possibly. The thing about Gertie, though, bless her, is she is rather the aeroplane who cries wolf. I particularly enjoyed her last ground proximity warning, the one when we were on the ground. <laughs> the contents have fallen to zero. Standby pump two on. Check pressure. Pressure's falling. No, we really have lost number one hydraulic system. Ooh, what fun! Right, uh, right, right. Um, number one hydraulic system lost. Uh, no special procedures. Uh, note, lack of rudder will reduce max crosswind limits to 25 knots. Won't it just? Arthur, break the emergency glass. I require my Biggles hat. <laughs> Douglas, this is serious. Dews Tower, this is Golf Tango, India. We've lost our number one hydraulic system. No operational effects. We continue to make our approach. Roger that, Golf Tango, India. We'll have the fire truck on standby. You're quite the little ray of sunshine, aren't you, Tower? <laughs> Hello, Carolyn. This is the pointy end. <laughs> Just to let you know, I'll be landing today without number one hydro. What? Why? Oh, I don't know. Just to see if I can. <laughs> Everyone, hang on, we're going in. I have control. What? I have control, I have control, control, I have it. Martin, you gave me this sector, and I'm well within my limits. No, I know, I'm sorry, but we can't be too careful. Too careful? I have control. How do you mean, too careful? Douglas, I have control. You have control. <sighs> and shutdown checks complete. <sighs> well done, Captain. Good Lord, Douglas. You made a right old meal of that, didn't you? Not really. What? You did two go-arounds, then you finally slammed it onto the ground like you were trying to wipe out the dinosaurs. Oh, I'm not denying a right old meal was made of it, but I was not the chef du jour. <laughs> Captain Creef kindly took control. What? Martin landed it? With a hydro failure and a crosswind? Martin, you get flustered trying to parallel park. <laughs> would you take control? I am the senior pilot on board, Carolyn. Yes, but Douglas is the better pilot on board. You do see how better Trump's senior, don't you? And for your information, a firm landing is generally the safest. If that landing had been any safer, it would have killed us. <laughs> you know what they say, a good landing is any landing you can walk away from. A great landing is one where they can reuse the plane. <laughs> I was just taking a look outside, and um, the company who subcontracted to us, are they called Panda Charters? Yes, why? And they're hiring us because they had a tech failure? Yes, why? Look over there. It looks like quite a big tech failure. Good Lord. That is a very broken plane. Do they have hyenas in the Sahara? Not big enough to attack 737s, <laughs> but I take your point. Well... Let's turn this round as quickly as possible. I'll be back in an hour and watch out for anyone trying to steal our engines. Have no fear. Martin will be in control throughout. Whew. Are you all right, Mum? Gosh, it's hot. Ah, Sahara, not only brilliant, but hot. <laughs> I see where Arthur gets his way with words. So they're officially the national cricket team? Apparently, of Scotland. I don't think Scots played cricket. It seems at least 11 of them do. <laughs> and the Scotland-Tunisia cricket match, is that a regular thing? A hotly contested Hiberno-African derby, I've no doubt. <laughs> what are you doing now, Arthur? Oh, nothing. You two carry on. 
Act natural. Why are you taking our pictures? Uh, Mum's reprinting our company brochure, and she said I could have a go at taking a picture of a cover. Oh, dear. Does that mean we're losing the current one? The one with Carolyn strangling a customer. <laughs> I always thought that summed up MJNR rather well. She's adjusting his pillow. But, yeah, it does look a bit strangly. <laughs> Hello? Hello, Captain. Uh, compliments of the airfield manager, and... Would you please be able to settle the bill? Yeah, actually, I'm the captain. Hello, the one in the captain's seat wearing the captain's hat. <sighs> Sorry, captain. Uh, compliments. Yes, all right, give it here. Yes, fine, fine. What's this? Um, fire truck. Yes, I can read what it says. What does it mean? Really, Arthur? The front page of MJN's brochure, our gallant captain quibbles over a bill. <laughs> Quibbling, Douglas. It says $300 here for a fire truck. I don't know. It's not usual. Oh, really? You know, Martin, these little airfields do rather try things on sometimes if they suspect you're not. What? Not what? Oh, nothing. Would you like to speak to the airfield manager, sir? Yes, yes, I would. I'll show him whether or not I'm that. André? Ah, you have. Hello. Are you the airfield manager? I am, yes. Yves Juteau at your service. You must be the captain. No, actually, I'm... Oh, yes. Martin Creef. <laughs> I am delighted to meet you. Are you French? Ah, my cover is blown. <laughs> Originally, yes. You're not the only ones who used to have an empire. <laughs> now, will you take coffee? No, I don't want coffee. Oh, then, coffee you shall not have. So, how can I help you? It's this bill. Yes? Well, firstly, you're charging us for three hours on stand. We've only been here, what, one hour fifty-four? I regret we charge per hour, or per part of per hour. That's still only two hours. You are expecting to leave within the next six minutes? You had better, if I may attempt an idiom, get your skates on. <laughs> but yes, by all means, between friends, let us call it two. Thank you. Now, this weather report, $80? Yes. It's a very glossy folder. Thank you. Containing one sheet of A4 printed off from Google Weather Maps. <laughs> you would prefer two sheets? Which says it's going to be hot. It is going to be hot. Do you really think that's information worth $80? Without it, you cannot take off, so... I would say so. <laughs> Anything else? Yes, actually, fire truck. Yes? Well, what do you mean, fire truck? I can find no words that describe a fire truck better than fire truck. <laughs> but why are we paying for it? Because you called it up. You radioed you were landing with a hydraulics failure. We mobilized the fire truck. We don't pay for that. Then who pays for that? Nobody pays for that. It just happens. I don't know what your fire trucks do, Captain, but our fire trucks do not just happen. Oh, I suppose you think I'll believe anything, do you? I'm sure you will believe almost nothing. However, if you pass me the bill... I will send you an amended one. You're taking off the fire truck? No, I'm taking off the third hour. The fire truck remains. Right. Well, I've made my point anyway. You've made it. I have disagreed with it. I'm going to do nothing about it. Singing, but if you could possibly all keep to the inside of the minibus, that would be super. Thank you. Thank you. They're a very spirited bunch, aren't they? 
I was expecting the Scottish cricket team to have a certain doer quality. Well, you can't blame them. <laughs> They're just delighted to be getting home. We all are. Really, on behalf of my crew, I can't thank you enough. We are so, so grateful. Oh, <laughs> thank you. But really, really, there's no need. No, but there is. I mean, we can't get over it. It's so public-spirited of you. So generous. What? How do you mean, generous? What's generous? Well, sir, come and rescue us like this. Well, it's my job, isn't it? I mean, I'm getting paid. Oh, really? Goodbye. What? By your firm, Panda Charters. Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, they went bust, you know. <laughs> you did know that, didn't you? No, I did not. They omitted to mention it. Well, that's why we're here. Uh, the airport manager wouldn't let us leave without paying our bill. Um, oh, incidentally, don't cross him. Whatever you do, he is a right bastard. <laughs> ah, Martin. How did you get on? Oh, yes, pretty well. They're just sending out the new amended lower bill now. Gosh. Well done. Oh, it's nothing really. Just a matter of showing them who's in control. He's a nice enough fellow. Really, he's just one of those little men who've got a little job and so have to spend the whole time proving they're just as good as anyone else. You know the type. It rings a faint bell. <laughs> right. Come on, then. Let's get out of this hellhole. Arthur, will you put that damn thing away before I make you eat it? Sorry, Mum. Everything tickety-boo, Carolyn? No, it's not. We're doing this whole damn trip for free. Founder charters went bust. That's why their plane looks like that. The airfield manager stripped it of parts in view of payment. Goodness, that's hardcore. Excuse me, Monsieur Jouteau's compliments and the revised bill. Right. Aha. Two hours. See, not so hardcore as all that. Not when stood up to. And the fire truck? Doesn't matter about the fire truck. What about a fire truck? Nothing doesn't matter. Right, do you have a card reader or... Uh, what's this? Safety infringement penalty, $600. What? what? Yes, uh, the manager anticipated you might like to talk to him about that. He is on the radio. Safety infringement? What safety infringement? Ah, good afternoon, Captain Creed. I hope you are enjoying your free hour. Never mind about that. What's this about a safety infringement? Sadly, there was a small one. What? It wasn't there on the last bill. Indeed not. But when you did me the honor of visiting my office to complain about the last bill, you crossed the apron, did you not? Yes. And were you wearing the regulation yellow reflective safety vest? I... Voila. <laughs> but it's a deserted airfield in the middle of the day. In the Tunisian sunshine. Nevertheless, it is wise to be in good habits. Well, we're not paying for it. Ah, then we have a problem. Yes, we do. No, we don't. Carolyn, I'm dealing with this. It's under control. Shut up, Martin. <laughs> we're already thousands of pounds down on this trip. All I want to do is get home. Monsieur Ruto, hello. So sorry about the misunderstanding. Yes, of course we'll pay the bill. Well, if you'll just give your credit card to Habib there. Well, well done, monsieur. It's a good week for you, isn't it? Bankrupted these guys, fleeced us. I hope you feel really big now. These guys? The gentlemen from Panda Charter? They are with you? Yes, they are, poor sods. Because you wrecked their business and pulled their plane to shreds. Martin, that is enough. Hello, are you listening to me? I'm sorry, I was just... Uh... Arranging something. Hello? The payment's gone through. Ah, excellent. Thank you. Regrettably, though, as you are carrying Panda Charter's crew and passengers, I must hold you responsible for their debts. I'm afraid you may not leave until they are paid off. Oh, now, come on. How much? Twelve thousand three hundred and six dollars. 
but let us call it 12,000. Yes, well, nice try, but that's entirely illegal. That's debatable. Unfortunately, we don't have time to debate. It must be off now. See you in court. Maybe... Of course, what is not debatable is whether it is illegal or not to take off without clearance from air traffic control. It definitely is. Who's going to stop us? No one is going to stop you. But when you get home, your national authorities, whom I would notify, would immediately suspend your operator's license. Also, I was playing for time. <laughs> I am going to stop you by parking the fire truck across your nose. Although, on the upside, this time I will not charge you for mobilizing it. Chat, I was just taking a look outside and... Yes, yes we, we know. know. Yes, sir, how, how can myself be of assistance to yourself? Ned, when are we getting this thing moving? Ah, I do regret to inform yourselves that the delay that's going on currently is still currently ongoing. Uh, but we will keep you fully informed as to the developments of any developments as they develop. Eh? Well, how about breaking out the drinks trolley? <laughs> Aye, nice one. Unfortunately, no drink service is scheduled at this time due to technical difficulties. We do apologise for any inconvenience. Oh. Oh. What technical difficulties stop you giving out drinks? Mum's locked the cupboard. <laughs> All right, I've had a look. As well as the fire truck, he's put a tractor behind us and a baggage truck on each side. Okay, so we can't go backwards or sideways. Explain to me how we were planning to go sideways. <laughs> All right, then, Captain, I'll just sit back and watch you masterfully sort it out, shall I? I don't have time for your stupid squabbles. This is serious. Yes. Yes, you're right. We can find a way out of this. The most important thing is to keep cool. What was that? That was the air conditioning dying, Captain. But carry on, you were just telling us about the most important thing. Why? Why? I mean, why? Why? Four excellent questions. <laughs> and the answer to all four is because we've run out of fuel. What? We can't have done. I mean, we've just refueled. Hey, what's happened to the air conditioning? Monsieur Juteau. Good afternoon. We seem to find ourselves a little light on fuel. You wouldn't know anything about that, would you? Yes, we have retrieved our fuel from your aircraft in lieu of payment. Monsieur, without fuel, our air conditioning unit will not work. Oh, dear me. What an unintended consequence. May I suggest, then, that you work fast to resolve the situation? The temperature is currently 35 degrees... That's in the shade, not in a metal tube, in direct sunlight. <laughs> all right, all right, Caroline, I've been looking at the chart. There's an airstrip at Kibili, only about 20 miles away. If we could just get as far as there, we could refuel properly. Well, that's great. Problem solved. All we need now is enough fuel to get there, our enemy to give us takeoff clearance, and for that fire truck to disappear. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> Oh, ow! Uh, the passengers have a few requests. What? Um, well, more beer. They were very clear about that. Look, to make sure I remembered, they wrote it on me. Oh, yes, so they did. Yeah, so beer, definitely. Um, water, some of them are keen on. Uh, and an umpire. An umpire? Yes. Why do they need an umpire? Ah, they started without. All right. Mum, Mum, you can't go in there. Why not? They're, they're in their swimming trunks. In their swimming trunks? Yes. It's got really hot in there and in here. I mean, it's just hot generally. I think it's because we're so near the Sahara Desert. Yes, we're right. Very well. Martin, you and... Du where is Douglas, anyway? 
Douglas, I wish to have a little word under the wing. Now. Carolyn, what can I do for you? What are we going to do? I don't know. What are we going to do? No, seriously, what are we going to do? I really don't know. Of course you know. You've slightly lost me. You always know. You've always got some sort of trick or loophole or you know someone who knows someone. What is it this time? No, really, this time I'm stumped. But don't you worry. Martin's in control. I have no doubt he'll come up with something. I thought so. This is all because Martin took the landing off you, isn't it? So now you're not going to help. Martin needs no help from the humble likes of I. Martin Oh, stop it. Just stop it, will you? I need you to get us out of this. This is serious. No, it isn't. As it happens, I don't even have the answer. I mean, the fire truck's easy enough, but not the rest of it. But in any case, we both know that if you really want to get away, you can. How? By swallowing your pride and paying the man. What with? With a little tiny bit of all your money. I don't have any money. Oh, don't be ridiculous. I've seen your house. I've seen your car. I am currently standing underneath your aeroplane. <laughs> I had money. Eight years ago, I had money after the divorce. More money than I knew what to do with. And as you say, an aeroplane. More aeroplane than I knew what to do with. But then I started to run an air charter business. Now I have three mortgages on the house. I have to keep the car because I have to have something smart to pick clients up in. And I have to keep the plane because, well, the minimum number of planes for a viable airline is one. <laughs> but I don't have any money. Why do you think I'm always going on at you two for how much you spend? Do you think I enjoy it? Well, yes. Yes, well, all right, I do a bit. <laughs> But also, literally, every trip we do has the potential to bankrupt the company. And this one could bankrupt me. Gosh, I had no idea. No. Well. But if you've been losing all this money, why have you kept on doing it all these years? Because I am the chief executive officer of MJN Air. It's a good thing to be. It's better than a little old lady. I see. So... Will you please return to the aircraft, put on the rest of your clothes, sit down nicely with Martin, and think of something. Right you are. Oh, and Douglas, your solution to the fire truck, you're not thinking set fire to the manager's office, so it has to move, are you? I wasn't, no, but I am now. Are you up for that? No! Douglas, that's, that's a terrific idea. Would it work? It worked when old GW and I did it with that snowplough in Vancouver, but I don't really see how it helps us, I'm afraid. We still won't have any fuel, and we still won't have clearance to take off. Could we go and get fuel in jerry cans and bring it back here? If we had about eight years, yes. We can't steal back the fuel he took off us. I'm sure he's locked it away somewhere. Besides, it no longer meets the quality criteria. Martin, that really doesn't matter. I think we can give ourselves a license to bend the rules just a tiny bit in this situation. <laughs> oh, like you need an excuse. The man who hasn't bought a gallon of petrol since... Oh. What? Well, just a thought. If you can feed a rabbit on a tiny bit of cheetah food, can you feed a cheetah on lots of rabbit food? Oh, you mean... What do you think? Yes, I like it. Yeah, that might just work. What might? I don't know. <laughs> I just like talking like this. It's a great idea, Martin, but it'll only give us a couple of dozen litres at most. We couldn't even fly the 20 miles to Kabylie on that, even if we had clearance. Could we just drive there? No! <laughs> 
Sorry, Skipper. Sorry, Arthur, I know you're trying to help, but no, we can't just taxi our plane out onto the main road and drive it 20 miles to Gabilly. Why can't we? What? The deserted main road, straight road, through the desert. No, we couldn't. Could we? Arthur, do you know what you are? In a word. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> Boys, Martin and I have done the sneaky bit, and I don't think anyone saw now the less sneaky bit, which people will see. So it's all about speed. We get out, we do it, we get back in. Understand? Yes. Yes. Are you ready? Aye. Then onwards for England, Harry and St George. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. For Scotland, cricket and St Wisden. Places, places. Okay, remember, bend from the knees, not from the back. And three, two, one, lift! Yes, it's coming, it's coming, yes! And carry, carry, a bit more. Nearly there, nearly there. And drop! Back on the plane, back on the plane. Go, 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 go! Engine bleeds on. Auxiliary power off. Martin, we don't have time for the checks. Well, Tango India, what do you think you're doing? Hello there, Dews Tower. Sorry about this. Love to stay, but we've just remembered a pressing engagement. You cannot take off. You are forbidden from taking off. Julie noted, I'm afraid your little fire truck was slightly in our way. Hope you don't mind us moving it. And how far do you think you'll get with no fuel? No fuel. Whatever gave you that idea? We've got fuel. How? Let's just say next time you want to starve an aircraft of fuel, don't surround it with four petrol-driven vehicles. You? You stole the petrol from my trucks? As the voice recorder in this flight deck will forever record for posterity, absolutely not. Wouldn't it have been clever if we had that? It doesn't matter. You do not have clearance. Repeat, do not have clearance to take off. Take off? You said anything about taking off? Wouldn't dream of it against the law, you know. Plus, we've nothing like enough fuel to get us there. In the air. On the ground, though. Taxiing down the long, straight, deserted highway to Kabili. We should be fine. Right hand down a bit, number one. And be sure to indicate when joining the road. Right hand down a bit it is, Captain. You can't take that on the road. It's... it's against the law. Is it? I'm not sure it is. What do you think, Carolyn? It might be. Not very well up on the Tunisian highway code. Well, I'll tell you what, Eve, old chum. If you can get the Sahara Desert traffic police mobilised in the next 40 minutes or so, I suppose we'll find out. Bye. Do they drive on the left or the right in Tunisia? <laughs> I think when they're driving on an empty highway through the desert in an aeroplane, they probably drive pretty much wherever the hell they like. <laughs> we are the Two miles to go, Martin. Thank you, Douglas. Do you want me to drive for a bit, darling? No, thanks, dear. You know I get car sick in the passenger seat. <laughs> are they ready for us in Kibili? They are. Arthur, today has been the most fun I have ever had in my life. <laughs> Good. Arthur, is it possible you've had a little drink? I have had a little drink. Oh, and look... I think I found the photo for the brochure. Oh, yes, let's see. Ah, Martin. Hmm, striking. So, 
Arthur, in your quest to find the one image which perfectly sums up MJN Air and everything it stands for, you've elected for a shot of 12 Scottish cricketers in the Sahara Desert wearing swimsuits and carrying a fire engine. <laughs> yes. Hmm. The awful thing is, I sort of know what you mean. <laughs> That was Cabin Pressure by John Finnemore. It starred Stephanie Cole as Carolyn, Roger Allen as Douglas, Benedict Cumberbatch as Martin, and John Finnemore as Arthur. It also featured John Sessions as Juto, Ali Amadi as Habib, Rufus Jones as the captain, and Robert Harley as Lochlan. The producer was David Tyler, and the programme was a positive production for the BBC. Yeah.